0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, welcome to My First Time, a mostly sexy sex podcast from Broadly. My name is Zing Sing.
1: I invited her to go to a party in a country hotel with us where I knew that something debaucherous could definitely happen.
0: Today on My First Time. When is toxic too toxic? Sex with one person is fun, right? So a threesome, mathematically speaking, should be twice as much fun. But is that always the case?
1: Hi, I'm Hayley Quinn, and this is the story of the first time I had a threesome with my boyfriend and the girl he was cheating on me with. Let me tell you about our
0: guest this week. Some of the people we'll speak to on this podcast are going to be regular, ordinary folks. But some people are going to be professional, sexy people. People like Haley Quinn, a dating expert.
1: I actually call myself a feminist pickup artist because I've begun my career as a ghostwriter within the pickup artist community, which is an underground community where men teach other men how to seduce women. I've also, through that, Done talks for and helped run events in line with some really interesting um, kind of more sex and dating brands out there. You know, you, you know the founder of Killing Kittens, Skirt Club, and Torture Garden <laughs> all quite well. I think when I was younger and a bit more idealistic, I was like, wow, this looks really awesome. I just wanted to go to a party where there was more interesting stuff going on in the background. And I had a curiosity, not that not just led me into the pickup artist scene, which made me want to be friends with pickup gurus, made me want to be kind of one of the boys. But also led me into networking into this kind of these secret communities
0: around sex and dating. The pickup artist community isn't exactly known for being women friendly. So how on earth did some girl from Cornwall manage to infiltrate it?
1: This is kind of a classic story. My first boyfriend, who I really loved, and I was 18 and I'd just come from Cornwall, and he was my favorite DJ, and I fell fell madly in love with him, only to discover that he was actually really into the pickup artist community. One fateful day during my first year at university, he he informed me that whilst in Las Vegas at the AVN Awards, the Porn Star, the Adult Video Music Awards, which happened coincidentally at the same time as the Pickup Artist International Conference every year, he had had an orgy with three female porn stars, which basically blew my mind, broke my heart. And I was like, what is this pickup stuff that's taking this guy away from me? What do you mean open relationship? Suddenly I had this exposure to the worlds of pickup, porn, polyamory, and it kind of found me. And then I thought about it for a while. And I think because I wanted to take control to understand something that had actually been quite painful for me to experience. As I crossed out of this idea that there's one way to have a relationship, I then threw myself into learning about these worlds.
0: So it was this experience of being cheated on in maybe the most outlandish way possible that led Hayley to explore pickup artistry and the more unconventional side of relationships. She went through university, cycled through plenty of guys, and there was one particular man she really fell for. They were together for a while until he did something that felt all too familiar.
1: And it was the worst kind of cheating in that he had gone and had a date behind my back. He hadn't actually had sex with the girl, but he really liked her
0: and was super attracted to her. If a guy cheats on you, how would you respond? Do you A, give him a good kicking? B, burn all his clothes? C, chuck him out of the house? Or you can do what Haley did. So my first
1: thing that I said was I was like how do you feel about her and he's like I don't I knew that he was emotionally attached. So I said well you have to see her again. So of course the better route here would be that's it I'm it's over or yeah well that's it it's over that is the better route that is the route. And instead I asked him to see her again and he went they met up for a drink at a bar while we were there he texts me to say I've told her everything. I've been honest that I have a girlfriend. She really wants to meet you. So I go down to the bar and I, I, you know, I walk in and I see her and she's an extremely clever kind of charismatic, seems slightly posh, well-educated girl. And I just remember her saying, you know, I've been reading the books. I can, I'm taught the talk, but I want to walk the walk and so she in a way appealed to me and i think i there was two things going on i wanted to take control of the situation and i think she also there was a subtle manipulation from her by pandering to my like my ego for me to be the one that leads her through this like like the pied piper through this chain of sexual experiences into some more like hedonistic version of adulthood um But in reality, what she was doing is she was creating a circumstance where she could become closer to my boyfriend. My boyfriend obviously also wanted to be closer to her. And instead of just letting them go on and form a relationship, which in retrospect, I think should have happened, I tried to cling on to both the relationship and control by feeling like I was orchestrating the situation. But I was in fact, in a sense, kind of a puppet in it as well.
0: I think everyone wants to feel in control of their relationships. That's a totally normal human impulse to have, right? But not everyone would react to their boyfriend's new flame in the same way that Haley did. I invited her
1: um, to go to a party in a country hotel with us where I knew that something debaucherous could definitely happen. I don't think I was imagining this is going to be great, this is going to be really hot. I don't know if my brain even works in that way. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen someone be like, wow, they're really hot, I'd like to have sex with them. It's more like, "Oh, this, really, this is really twisted and interesting.
0: I love twisted and interesting too, but unfortunately that doesn't get me into parties like the one that Hayley attends.
1: So the party was a huge old country house down, like, you know, one of the ones you go to down a winding lane, which is in the old stately manor. And when we go in through the door, everyone's wearing masks and we're greeted with champagne and oysters. Again, quite tellingly, I had... um, just spent way more money than I ever should have done in my entire life on a designer dress and designer shoes at Selfridges. I actually misread the price, but when they rang it up at the till, I was too embarrassed to take them back. So I just paid for it. So I was in this like, I know some Dior dress and some shoes that I can't pronounce. I've literally only worn to that that fucking party.
0: So you're at the sex party, you're looking hot in a dress you can't technically afford and you're surrounded by gorgeous people and you've brought your boyfriend but also your boyfriend's new love interest. At what point do you think things start to feel a little bit weird? When we're at the party, um, it only really dawns on me that something is seriously
1: wrong <laughs> when we're both doing our makeup in the same mirror and I'm like, oh God, we're doing this for the same guy. And there's a subtle underlying f- tone of female competition Anyway, she walks out. She was completely beautiful. She was an Oxford University student, totally gorgeous, about five or six years younger than me. And I remember she turned around to me and she said, is it OK if I kiss your boyfriend now? And I literally felt like my guts twisting as she kissed him. And I couldn't really look, but I sort of had to look. Um then the party followed, and I just remember feeling strangely like I was having a kind of out of body experience i don't think he was my partner was enjoying it either; he just seemed very uncomfortable. And then we ended up back in this hotel room, and it seemed like the inevitable thing was to have some kind of sexual experience. It felt like the logical end to that um, for various reasons. Um, my partner at the time was was on edge he was just like walking pacing around the room he wasn't able to maintain an erection or have any physical contact so at that point I think I tied her up and I think I remember yeah I had sex with her whilst he watched and I almost like then this is probably the worst thing that I've ever done but I was looking over him and I knew that he a wasn't feeling like sexually perform and I was almost like okay do you want to fuck her if you're gonna fuck her I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna watch you fuck her and it was like I was sitting there kind of actively trying to ruin the experience but in the same time really doing something desperately wrong and really hurting myself anyway he couldn't really fuck her and then as we're falling asleep, we realise that the bed is too small for us all to fit into, so they end up spooning, and she's got this long brown hair that was plaited. I'm like, well, I can't fit in this bed. I have like feel completely fucked up. So I just remember sitting kind of on the window ledge as the sun was rising, literally listening to crows outside, and the next morning when we woke up, because we'd driven all the way outside of London. We are like, it was an eight-hour painful drive home, back to London. We did like a day trip, and she sat in the back of the car, like, I don't know, like the teenager in the family. It was something else. Was, it was just so weird. And then at all these little intervals, like when we were having lunch or going for a walk on the way back, they would sneak off and have like, you know, have like what was afterwards called the sneaky pizza date, where I went to buy a salad, and they went and shared a pizza together. At a motorway service station and that pretty much summarized the whole experience it was like the ridiculousness of trying to control that scenario the fact that I tried to be all like cool I was like I'm cool I'm edgy I'm like the I'm like the girl that has all these sexual experiences I had sex with her and yet it was like ha, yeah but look where the look who has the emotional intimacy
0: and look how outside of that experience you actually are The need to take back control can have really disastrous consequences, like Brexit, for instance, or eating salad on your own while your boyfriend has a pizza date in a service station.
1: It's weird. Like, I didn't really, I wasn't really thinking about the end result. I thought that something like that was going to happen. But at every stage, it's almost like my comfort zones are like, I don't know, like it's like a violin string or like something that's being pulled at every incremental moment. And at every stage, whether it was the first time I saw her kissing him or, you know, when I saw her naked, I wasn't sure if I was going to go into the next stage. But somehow I was involved in some kind of consistency bias that because I had said, I saw, yes. I just let these things happen, almost like a really long night out where you're like, well, I'm just going to go out for one drink, you know, and then by the end, it's like 10 a.m. the next day. And you're like, how did I get to that chain of yeses? I kind of knew it was going to happen, but I didn't allow myself to believe that when I began.
0: So if you have a disastrous threesome with your boyfriend and the girl that he fancies, would you A, never speak to either of them again, B, never speak to either of them again, or... Okay, the weirdest thing about that threesome was what happened after the threesome
1: ended. Um, I decided to try and, you know, like, reconfirm the relationship with my boyfriend, like, we're sweet now, by moving in together. And then what happened is, for the, we lived together for about a year, during which time it was like he was semi-obsessed with her. And so instead of her being an actual person, she became this figment of torment... and this fantasy for him and something that tormented me and it was like a ghost you know the ghost of this woman that had accidentally mostly stumbled into our lives and i'd find that he'd been googling her a lot that they were still in some communication she'd post an instagram picture and she'd be on our street where our apartment was and it led to this psychological warfare which made me so extremely unhappy and out of control so the aftermath was worse and weirder than what actually happened
0: so you've got this girl hayley who is great by the way she falls in love with a pickup artist community, she falls in love with a guy, he falls in love with someone else. They all have a very bad threesome together, and she stays with him for another year. And I think the only way that this weird and sick and twisted game would have
1: ended is I actually found out I was pregnant by accident. And um he left pretty quickly after that. I decided I want to keep the baby, but unfortunately I had a miscarriage, um, quite late into the pregnancy. And that basically woke me up and I was like what the fuck have I been playing at for so long because that is like that is real that is the reality of a lot of love and dating experience and I was like wow I don't have a partner you know I don't have someone who can look after me and who can help me and support me and I've kept this relationship alive like a half dead thing for about a year because I thought that was something I wanted and really like and this is what I'm left with now And I should have let go. That was There was the moment to let go wasn't when he'd moved out and taken his stuff and left me kind of pregnant and ditched in a shoreditch apartment. It was a year before when that whole game had started to be played. That's when stuff started to get unhealthy and that's when I should have opted out. But in order to try and win back something that I thought I wanted that wasn't good for me at all, I began to play this game and it was a really bad game.
0: I find Hayley's experience really relatable, actually, because while I've never attended a sex party in a fancy country house or had a threesome with a girl that my boyfriend was interested in, I frequently had to deal with the idea that I had to be cool about certain sex acts or cool about certain people's feelings just to kind of save face and make myself appear like I was the chill, low-maintenance kind of gal that you want to spend the rest of your life with.
1: I got interested in this whole world of, like, threesomes or different relationships because some guy had gone on and had an orgiastic experience with some female porn stars. I then enter into this quest to try and, like... You know, learn about pick up, learn about sex and seduction, and love as part of that quest. I push my comfort zones and boundaries and adopt these pick up ideals, ending in the point where I take it so far that I nearly lose my own sense of identity and my and its complete self destruction and then I've kind of like popped out of the other side of that it was it was it was a long pop it was like a couple of years of just like solidly working on myself they're both threesomes but they were nothing about the sex (laughs) as and that's I think what a lot of threesomes are about they're not about sex they're about it's about what it's doing or what it's saying maybe about where you're at in your life but it's true that the threesomes kind of begun and ended a period of time in my life where I was living out something and I was exploring something which I don't regret but I definitely feel now I've returned to kind of return to the person that I was before the thing began, but just with a lot more experience and actually a lot of perspective that I know that's why I teach and, you know, try and help people and I write about those experiences. You have to take responsibility for the circumstances that you're in. And I take my share of responsibility. Okay. This guy like walked out on me. I was pregnant. That's kind of a shitty thing to do, but like, I shouldn't have kept that person in my life and I kept that person in my life through being motivated out of really bad and negative things you know jealousy control um, all of that stuff and so it was kind of rather than being important in itself it was just a marker of where I guess you know in a kind of a sliding doors moment if I'd have taken the other door I wonder where I'd have ended up I'm kind of pleased I walked through the door though, because if I didn't have that gambit of experience, there's no way that I could, I feel like I could do the work at the level that I do it to today. But I definitely would have been a very different person if I'd have just put his stuff in a bin
0: liner and walked out. Haley started out being impressed by her first boyfriend having foursomes with porn stars, and the journey since then has been long and painful, but also fun and exciting. So part of life's rich tapestry. So the girl
1: that was... 18 years old and had just found out that her boyfriend had had a foursome what would she have said to the girl who you know half a decade later was orchestrating that kind of situation I think one part of me at my 18 year old self would have thought on a deep level that that girl that would was cool she was the girl that I wanted to be I didn't want to be this shy like dorky girl that like was constantly like no guys ever liked me and I just didn't know how to compete with these women who were all like sexy and awesome. And so I wanted to compete. I wanted to be the cool girl. And I wanted to be so cool that I was I was like, I'm so cool. Like look at me. Like all of the look at this I've hanging out with these pickup guys and I'm doing all this stuff. But that cool girl was just like just like a a, kind of a front on image i actually i like i like hayley quinn at 18 she was all right
0: (laughs) thanks for listening to my first time a podcast from broadly my name is zing Sing and i'm the uk editor this episode was produced by sam bonham if you've got ideas for future episodes First time sex stuff, get in touch broadly.editor at com. See you next week.